Sade. Can you handle this? Isabella, can you handle this? I, I don't think, think you can, can handle, handle this. this. Hey! This is Planned Spontaneity, where we have light, fun, honest conversation about life. So cheers! Cheers! Hello everybody, how are you this beautiful June? How are you Isabella? I'm doing well, thank you. The sun is out, so I'm happy. I don't want anything else in life. I just want sunshine all the time, barbecues, seeing people. Pina oh, colada. My, yes, yes. Gin yes, and tonic. Yes, Pritchett's sister. <laughs> oh wait, that's all alcohol. Oops. <laughs> oh, it's great stuff. So yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing really well, thank you. And I'm happy to be here with you in this beautiful day, talking about something that it's just yeah really good marriage which makes me feel nervous but also really excited about um so we are talking guys about some of the my preconceptions of marriage and then versus the reality of what marriage is so yes i'm sharing everything <laughs> wow. Wow. oh my goodness <laughs> guys got ready for it it's it's great, yes. And then Shade shares a bit of her view of marriage and how that has changed and what marriage means to her now. And then we share a little bit about things that we would say to our younger selves. Okay, episode three, bringing you the marriage edition. So for me, I'm excited about this because as a single person, it's always something that I'm curious about what's married life like, all these questions. I'm really excited that we have Isabella sharing just a little bit about what married life is like. And I'll also share from my perspective as a single person, what marriage like may be like or might not be like. So yeah. Okay, this makes me feel a bit nervous. (laughs) Because I think, yeah, I've got married. So for those that don't know, I got married... February um, 2020 so that's been just about over a year and it's been quite challenging with lockdown so first year of marriage which is I think kind of known for being really hard and challenging because the first year that you have to um, get used to the person that you're married to and you see things that you you know maybe weren't expecting to see when you're dating and then now that you're living together spending more time together doing life together it feels like it's somewhat completely different you know why do they press the toothpaste in this particular way why do they do you know like little things that felt a little bit too real and too specific (laughs) no thankfully George knows how to yeah do things in a way that doesn't annoy me which is great but I actually have heard a lot of stories of people that got annoyed because of the toothpaste thing, yeah. because it's just like you've always been doing things this particular way. Someone else comes along and they do things completely different. And that would be for both sides. You yeah. know, I've been doing things one way. George has been doing things a different way. And then now we have to bring out two ways together, which sometimes clash. Most of the time, yeah. I would say they clash. Um, and then we, ne- we need to just realize, OK, we, actually, we are actually very different and we need to compromise on something here. What is it that we're compromising today or who is compromising today? You know, it's, it's those things. I think the first year of marriage, sometimes it can be really hard. But for me, 
it was intensified because of lockdown because we couldn't go out and see other people i know so it was it was um challenging but it was also spectacular it was amazing in so many different ways and it and it is i don't even like saying it was because it was there in the beginning but now i would say that it's even better it got better as time um went by so yeah i'm really excited to share a bit more um about it today So, Isabella, out of curiosity, what was your preconceptions of marriage? Okay, so my preconceptions of marriage were, I think I can only think of two, like the big ones. So the first one was the fear of being stuck. Stuck in a relationship, stuck with a person that I didn't like that much stuck with a bad decision maybe i chose the wrong person maybe i shouldn't have chosen that person uh maybe now that the person is throwing that true colors to me i realize that i actually don't like you that much or that i don't want to be with you and now i'm stuck here in this relationship um which i guess is a bit of fear of commitment somehow yeah. uh of like i don't want to say yes to you and then have to deal with that decision they've made because what if you change Mm. what if i change what if i suddenly wake up one day and realize that i don't like you or or you do the same with me that you don't like me you know how are we going to deal with that so i think i was really um yeah afraid I'm, i'm reluctant to say the word afraid because i think i didn't think at the time that i was afraid but now looking back i think i actually was really afraid of my freedom being removed from me the fact that maybe I wouldn't be able to travel as much, do whatever I wanted, uh, because because I left home when I was 18 to come to a new country and to study here, and I made lots of friends, and it's been, you know, great living before meeting George. It was really great meeting lots of new people here and being, and being in a different country. So I was really afraid of that being taken away from me mm-hmm. and the fact that maybe I wouldn't enjoy life as much if I was with someone else, always having to compromise for that person. And yeah, so call it whatever you want. Uh, fear of commitment, fear of being stuck, fear of the freedom being removed, but that there was my preconception of marriage and it's interesting because i didn't see that in my parents marriage but i did see that they made decisions together and not always what my mom wanted to do what was actually happened and not always what my dad wanted to do what was happened what actually happened so it's not like i saw my parents being stuck in their relationship i just saw that there was a high level of commitment and compromise and i wasn't sure if i wanted that for me i wanted all the romantic side of things i wanted to have company i wanted to have someone with me and i wanted to to be that family um but i wasn't sure if i wanted that high level of almost dependency i think that's that's how much i saw it i saw i don't want to be dependent on anyone you know i want to be independent and i want to keep it like that so the yeah that what for me that was a fear um which I, I wonder if it's, if it's quite common, actually, because we build life on our own when we are told to be independent, to do things our, way, our own way. Um, and then suddenly, if you want to be with someone, you kind of have to, yeah, give away that, you know, for something else. Um, but yeah, anyway, this, this was my, my preconception. I think the other one, Shade, was actually... Um, thinking that at the same time so it was kind of like two extremes it's going to be horrible the person's going to change their mind and not want to be with me anymore um 
And the other extreme was like, oh, it's going to be amazing. I don't have to worry about that. That person's going to love me exactly how I am. Uh, and I won't have to worry about anything. And all that's that talk about when the right person comes along. Oh, yeah, yeah. When the right person comes along. And then it creates that fantasy mm-hmm. that the right person is actually someone who, who is not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who is not a human being. Yeah. It's just like these fantasies, this imaginary person that will accept me as I am, will never challenge me, won't have their own voice, they will just follow me. Because I think... You, I think for me, I, of course, I thought, oh no, someone who's challenge, who is going to challenge me, who is going to be um, helping me to grow as well. But you, you almost, for me, actually, I almost didn't think too much about that. I thought more about the positives, and I think that was the preconception they had. Um, and I think again, it's not that my parents were all the time um, in, you know, crazy in love for each other or anything like this. They were just normal people, human beings. But I think it was what I w- actually wanted. I wanted someone that would be giving everything for me and being like super romantic and, you know, doing lots of surprises, surprises for me and just giving everything. For- I don't know how to explain. It's just that it was the like fantasy of what a relationship looks like. So, yeah, I think these are my two big things. Fear of my freedom being removed and maybe the fantasy side of things, like too, too much, I would say. Oh, I like that. I like that. Well, so now this makes me even more curious to know what the reality is. That was your preconception. What is the reality of marriage? That's such a hard question <laughs> to try and explain. I think um, in one sentence, I would say it's not as bad as people say and it's not as great as people say. It's just normal. I don't know how to explain because I know, I know as I say that, if people, people are probably thinking normal. Or like, what, what do you mean by that? And what I mean by that is that is as any relationship is, any friendship, like the friendship I have with Shade, the friendship I have with other people, my relationship with my parents, my relationship with my sister, which is beautiful, amazing, precious, but it can be challenging at times because these are two different people, two different personalities, and trying to um, support each other, to love each other, to care for each other in ways that you would think... Uh, a very different actually from how you would do it yourself and realizing that is okay that's okay and that's that's the beauty of being with someone that is different because you grow with them you learn to accept them for who they are not just who you want them to be and I think that's why I think it's normal in that sense that it's like any other relationship there are a few things that are different of course you um you are in a marriage relationship, not, you know, you're married to someone, not, you're not just friends with someone, you're not just your sister. So it's a, the nature of the relationship is the same, but there are a few things that, of course, are different because it's a different type of relationship. But I think for me, that's what actually helped me to realize that the reality is that it is a relationship. In a, in a relationship, it takes work, it takes time. And you have compromise, to compromise, to actually fit with the other person. And it's not something that just happens. And I think that's what people sometimes think, you know, that's like, oh, yeah, you just really like someone. You love them, you get married and that's it. 
and it's not it's not that it takes it takes work with George and and I I feel like both of us we want this to work and we will make it work so I think having that that perspective on things is really helpful because then it means that even when I feel stuck in that relationship even if I do change and realize that now what I thought before is not exactly what I think now and that might be affecting my relationship and if George thinks the same we can just talk about it and we can agree how can we make this work now that we are different now that we've changed this or now that we think differently because we've made an agreement to to love each other and to make it work um and i think for me yeah that's that's how i see that's my that's the reality of marriage Mm. it's two people that imperfect making making it work Mm. and it will still be imperfect it won't be perfect there'll be times that we you get angry at the other person just like any other relationship just like any other relationship you put work into it if you don't spend time with your husband or your wife you know it won't work just like if you try to be friends with someone and they don't talk to you it's not it's not gonna work or you know or they don't communicate well it's not gonna work it's simply not gonna work and I think it's the same with marriage it's not just like you know um, at the click of fingers and then everything's perfect and it's just meant to be it's meant to happen I, I honestly don't believe in that I believe in two people that want to make it work and I think that's the reality of marriage Um, and when I say it's not as bad as people say it's because there's a lot of freedom and if you are with the person that actually wants to make you work it'll be fun it would just be fun to get to know someone else and do life together and when I say that it's not as amazing and as great as people say it's because it's not a fantasy it's a real relationship it's not it's not what you see in the Disney films you know it's not princes and a prince together these are two real people with issues problems real problems um trying to make you work and support each other through it and i think for me i prefer that than in fantasy that's way more precious for me than two perfect people you know in a love story where everything goes right for them because these are two people through yeah in spite of the circumstances choosing each other and that's that's what love is for me you know it's choosing it's choosing each other even when you don't want to even when you don't feel like it and respecting each other i think that's the thing as well just really um respecting the way the other person is loving them for who they are um and i think if you do that that's not that's not going to change that's not going to change because you're not falling in love with the potential of how this person could be in the future what you could become but you love them for who they are now so you accept their flaws and yeah, that's what the reality, I think, of marriage is. Hard question, but I think that's how I would summarise it. That is great. I love that answer. I love what you said about when you said, and it's not as great as you thought it was, but then you turned it in a way that is, yeah, I guess the reality, like the beautiful meaning of a marriage, not in the way that the Holly, not Hollywood or the way that not most people some people talk about marriage where they keep the struggles a secret but they tell us the fantasy so then we go into it thinking it's going to be amazing but the reality hits but it's still beautiful Mm. it's just the reality where they squeeze the toothpaste in the middle and you're like (laughs) why why but um i think for me so as the this is my single um 
view of marriage. When I was younger, I think marriage used to scare me because I think I saw quite a lot. I saw a bad examples of marriage, of marriages. I saw men uh, just cheating on their wives and it being dismissed or explained or how in the community women were told that maybe it's their fault that the man, their men, uh, I don't know, had an affair. Maybe they need to do this, they need to do more, they need to, yeah, and I saw it in the Christian community, I saw it in the non-Christian community, so it felt as if everywhere I turned, every, it felt as if men, and this is the way when I was younger, the way I saw it, men cheated, and to find a man who didn't cheat was near impossible. And then I think the first person to break that was my sister and her husband and seeing their marriage. And then I think ever since then, friendship, like yours and George's and other friends that we have in common and friends that, and my friends, their marriages, or even the, the ones who are not married, just their partners, and seeing that you don't have to be a Christian man. You can be a Christian man and you can not have any faith or you could be Buddhist, doesn't matter. But it's not, that's not the thing that keeps you from cheating. It's the man in um, it's a man, the man having integrity and I think realising that I think it actually broke a lot of things it made me realise that it is possible to have a good marriage, so then going from that to realising what is it, what is a good marriage, so that arguments someone goes that can't be good, that can't be a good thing but then understanding, almost like what you said two different people coming together there will be arguments and it's how you how you, how, what do you do when, when there is a, an, an argument? How do you solve that? And how do you come together and make sure you're still speaking to each other in a loving way? And yeah, I think once I saw other people's examples, it made me realise that marriage is probably the hardest thing or one of the hardest things. I think parenthood or being a parent is probably the hardest thing. And the second to that is marriage or whichever order. Uh, yeah, and I just think two different people coming together building a home is the hardest thing but at the same time if you choose the right person it makes that easier it doesn't make it easy in general but it makes it easier because then the both of you can you have the same value and those same values bring you back to the whole hard work and coming back together and community and communication and back to the seas again that I did in the last previous episode but uh, yeah I think yeah, I think realising that was really freeing for me. Mm. So I think that makes me excited. So for me as a single person, I'm actually really happy. I mean, I'm, think, I'm talking in extreme. I'm really happy if I stay single for another 60 years. Well, I mean, okay, maybe not, because I'll almost be... be <laughs> Please my, not, yeah. Not, almost going to heaven by that stage. But um, yeah, but I will be very happy to... And I say happy in... Um, I'll be, I guess... It's content. Happy. Content, that's mm-hmm. the word. I think I'll be, um, I'll be more content with the idea of just waiting for the right person um, than choosing people who I just think you and I will clash and just enter in a relationship just for the sake of uh, company. So, yeah, I think that's really helped me. But having examples helped me to be excited about... I call him Mr. Shade because I don't know who he is, guys. So, yeah, Mr. Shade. I'm excited to meet Mr. Shade one day to find out who he is. And in the meantime, I'm really excited for the examples I have for seeing how friends, families in healthy relationships, how they um, 
deal with struggles, health issues, uh, emotional issues, whatever it might be, and how they come together and, yeah, look at the vows they made and say, hey, I still choose you, even though you're annoying and you squeeze that toothpaste in the middle. Can't get over that one because that is the most annoying thing you can do. <laughs> Isabella, Isabella. Okay, so did you think you would ever get married? Nope. <laughs> I did not think I would ever get married. And that's the funniest thing. Because I think lots of people thought I would get married quite, you know, young. Um, and I think that, that's just because it's, I don't know, culture, some, that I would say. Like in Brazil, people get married young. Like, people normally get married in their 20s. So I think everyone back in Brazil, or in Brazil, uh, thought I would probably get married young. Or they hoped for it. Maybe that's the best way to say it. They hoped I would. But I actually don't think I would. Um, I think I was quite happy with my independent life. And I knew, like, what I wanted to do with my life, it would require someone that was quite open to new possibilities and I I just honestly didn't think there would be anyone so I was quite content with the idea that I would never find someone that would be okay to just going on to my you know crazy ideas um, and it's not that they were too crazy but it's just that I quite, I quite like traveling I quite like meeting new people I'm an extreme extrovert who who would want to be with me you know that's and that's not to say that I'm not you know, I wasn't good enough for someone to find me because I think that would probably um, show my insecurities and low self-esteem. But it wasn't, that wasn't the issue. I think the issue was just that I thought I need to prepare myself for the fact that the lifestyle I'm, I'm choosing is very different. Not everyone will be up for it and that's okay. I still <laughs> prefer my lifestyle <laughs> rather than giving that up. For, for someone so I think that's yeah that's what I thought that's why I thought I wouldn't get married but life is funny isn't it and for those who are like me who are single and would love to get married one day I would say that being like continue being patient and I think when I, I remember being in my 20s, hearing someone say that to me and being so annoyed by that and just going, what do you mean be patient? Shut up. But I actually realised as time goes by, that is actually the most cliched advice sometimes are just the gold, like just gold is hidden in within the advice. There's a reason why they're cliched. That's, what, that's yeah. it. There's a reason why. <laughs> and I think... Being patient, continue to live your life, continue to do the things you want to do. And I think when the time is right, it will happen, which once again is another thing that annoys me so much when people used to say that. When the time is right, you will see him or you will meet him. And I was just like, oh, can you go away, please? And tell me, give me steps in how to meet the right person. But yes, I do think that that is the best one it's the oldest one it's the most annoying one however it is it's yes. true yeah that's a good that's a good thing Shadow, because it is very annoying i remember people saying that to me as well and i was like you don't even know if i want to get married right you're saying this to me anyway uh but thinking oh great yes because he arrived for you but he hasn't for me so that's why you're saying this but i think it's just i guess acknowledging that we have no control over that 
and then just living the best life that we can. Yeah. And then if someone comes, great. But if they don't, great. Uh, and I think that's in a way that's comforting that, isn't it? Then you're just like thinking, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough. I've got to try really hard. I've got to go on more days. I've got to do that. When it's like, when, when someone says to you, just be patient, patient. When the time comes, things will happen. Uh, then it's, it's like, okay, well, that's nothing I can do to make, to, to speed that up or to make that slower. Uh, so I just got to wait. Um, I think, I think for, for those wanting to get married, I would just say maybe, um, Pay attention, look for the healthy relationships around because I feel like the bad marriages get a lot of attention, yeah. but the good marriages don't because they will look boring. Yeah. Because no, there's no drama. <laughs> It's just two people making it work. Yeah. <laughs> so they won't get any attention, you know. As you see on TV, reality shows, it's just the dramatic stuff, the stuff that goes wrong, the stuff that is normally quite extreme that yeah. gets all the attention and in people's conversation as well. Now, I think a healthy marriage won't get that much attention because it will look boring for someone who's used to conflict and drama and all the fantasy stuff all the time when actually that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. And I think, yeah, surround yourself with, I guess what you said, Shadi, how you changed your view on marriage because you surrounded yourself with people that had healthy relationships. And which it's not to say that they were perfect, but they were healthy. And I think, yeah, I think that's, that's, that would be what I would say, you know, to, to Isabella. Oh, I go, Isabella, surround yourself with good relationships and then you realize that you won't be stuck in a relationship. But you also realize it's not this fantasy yeah. that you have in your mind. And I think that's quite, yeah, helpful. I remember as well, there's a saying in Portuguese. <laughs> so this is me trying to do a literal translation of something. Bear with me. And my friend used to say that to me because I used to say to her, no, I don't think I'll ever get married. I'm too different. I'm too, I don't know, weird. I'm too crazy. I don't think anyone, you know, I just don't think this will work. And she used to say to me, Isabella, for, for any um, cro crooked, is yeah. that the word? For any crooked foot, there's always a shoe that feeds. And for me, I was like, I just laughed at it. Because, you know, you listen to that. You're just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, but it's so true. You know, you are not too different. You're not too weird. You're not too crazy. You're not too anything. You were just right. And someone will fit with that. And you'll be a great team together. And I think there's, there's a bit of comfort in that as well. To know that it's, it's okay. You're not too much. You were just right. You're just enough. And anyone that comes along will be able to see that. And then and then we work they, because they will accept and love you for who you are. So, yeah, I think that's what I would say to younger nice. Isabella. Nice. <laughs> that's all, folks. Come back next week for some more planned spontaneous chats. <laughs>